0: Welcome to the official broadcast of Life Fellowship Ministries in Kemah, Texas. Our mission is to develop, maintain, and model personal intimacy with Jesus Christ. Be sure to visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And now, join us for the Life Fellowship Experience. And this series that I'm doing, I I live it, is about becoming spiritually mature. We're going through the book of James, and I love the book of James because he challenges us in the writings to grow up and mature as believers and really live this thing out walk this thing out on a daily basis real practical application so if you've missed any of the series you can go back online and you can watch our podcast shows and i want to encourage you to continue to come and uh, as we continue to drill down into the book of james um and I want to go to our core scripture for this series. It's found in James 1, 1.22, and it says, but don't just listen to God's word. Don't just listen to it. Don't just read it. Don't think of, when you're looking at the scriptures, be thinking of someone else, and they need to read this. I wish so-and-so were here to read this. No, be looking in the mirror of, of, your, of your life and saying, how can I apply the word of God to my life, to my heart, to my situations? So James 1.22, says, Don't just listen to God's word. What You must do what it says. In other words, go out and live this thing. Apply it to your life. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. Our relationship with the Lord is vital for the spiritual maturity and growth that we're talking about. Our relationship with each other is important too. God didn't call us to be an island. He didn't call us to do our own thing we're a part of the body of christ how can a finger survive if it's severed from the hand how can a a foot survive if it's severed from the ankle or the leg and so you were never designed to be an island to be severed from the rest of the body and you'll see time and time and time again in the word where it talks about the body of christ so we are one and so that's a wonderful thing and we're helping one another grow all right okay let me go to uh, Proverbs 27 17 and it says his iron sharpens iron so a friend sharpens a friend do you have those kind of relationships where someone can speak honestly into your life and do you have those relationships where you can share listen I, I've told our, our staff and the people the volunteers the key volunteers I'm one of those guys that just kind of say what you mean and mean what you say kind of thing, and hopefully it's done in grace and love, but I hate walking on eggshells. I don't like micromanaging people. I don't like to be micromanaged. I like to have real and authentic relationships where I can say, you know what? This really bugs me. Or can you help me with this? Or, you know, someone can come to me and say, hey, uh, you know, whatever. Let's have real relationships. Let's let's be transparent, authentic, and honest with one another. Can we do that? I mean, that's what this whole relationship thing is about. It's not about walking on eggshells or putting on a plastic face and trying to be something that we're not or try to be somebody else. God has created you unique to be yourself. So just be yourself and allow God to transform your life. God has placed people in your in your lives to help you grow and mature and take those rough edges off. And he's probably put you in their life to help them as well. So these relationships are vital. As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. The second uh, passage of scripture I want to go to is found in Hebrews ten twenty three through twenty five, and it says, "Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep His promise." What are God? What is God's promise? Well, that we have eternal life and salvation and forgiveness for all of our sins when we accept Christ, and there are uh, that will live for eternity with Him. There are a number of promises in the Word of God. That when we repent, uh, forgiveness, he gives us uh, forgiveness for our sins. And our sins are as far as the east is from the west. I can't even begin to imagine that because they never touch. But it's like the slightest white clean. that God really loves us. Of all, what does it say in James 1.18? Of all of God's creation, you are what? His prized possession. Are you getting that? Ephesians 2.8 or 10, somewhere it says, it says that we are his masterpiece. And so there there are principles, there are truths, there are concepts in the Bible that we need to get that God really does love us, that God really does want to have a relationship with us, that God really does forgive us for those things that we repented of 50 years ago, 20 years ago, five minutes ago, that God really does want to have a relationship with us. And not only with us, but everyone around us, and we have a great opportunity to reach out to the community around us, sharing the love and the hope of Christ. So what are the promises that God has given to you? It's not just those blanket promises that he's given to all of us as Christians, but God has spoken, spoken some specific things to each and every one of you. Are you listening? Are you hearing what God is telling you? Are you receiving the promises that God has given to you? Do you believe those things? Let us hold tightly. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. And so we've talked time and time again about how the Lord has spoken to Christine and I about different things. And calling us to start this church. And, and just all kinds of different words of prophecy and things that God has given us to encourage us. And so we've held tightly To those things without wavering trusting knowing that god has said that and he will bring those things to pass let's look at verse 24 hebrews 10 24 let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works have you ever considered that how can i spur my my uh my spouse on or my children on to uh loving one another and uh, motivating them to acts of love and good works so, you know, that's part of what we do here is we, we look at how can we minister to people? How can we serve people better? And so God is wanting to do that to you as well. Uh, he's wanting to, to share with you how you can serve better, how you can serve him better, and how you can serve the people around you better. And so we, we encourage you to get involved in ministry teams. That's how you really serve. That's how you grow. But you can do that in your family as well. You can do that in your neighborhood as well. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And so uh, part of what we've done is we have, we have Fifth Sunday here, and, and we've uh, thought of ways to motivate the cooking team so that they can cook. <laughs> Listen, those guys love it, man. If, if, if there wasn't any reason to, to smoke meat at all, they would be smoking meat just because they love it. And, and I'm like, wow, thank you, Jesus, man. they're getting to do what they love, and we're getting to do what we love, too, and that's eat. So, you know, it's a win-win situation for everybody, but let's be thinking of ways that we can motivate one another. If someone comes to you, and they're kind of downtrodden, or you're looking at things from a negative standpoint, maybe we can say, wait a minute, wait, here's an opportunity. Here's an opportunity to to change the way that you're looking at that, or maybe you need some encouragement sometimes. You're like, these are lemons, well, what can I do with these things? I can be sour and bitter, or I can make some lemonade. You know, it's summertime, I can put some ice in there and make some lemonade. So let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And then finally, in verse 25, it says, And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do. Does that happen today? It does happen today. You, have, you know people that say, well, you know, I'm just not going to go to church. I don't want to go to church. And, well, we need one another Again, you wouldn't sever your finger and put it off over there and then put it on on Monday morning. It needs to be connected so that there's nutrients and so that there's a connectivity so that it, it's able to fulfill what it needed to do. Because you don't just need your, your index finger on Monday morning, Monday through Friday. You need it on Saturday and Sunday, and right? So you're a part of the body. You're needed here. So And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another. So are you encouraging one another? Are you being encouraged? Let us encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. We don't know when he's coming back. He could come back this afternoon. He could come back next week. He could come back, you know, 100 years from now. But we don't know. But our day is one day shorter. You know, so let's let's be encouraged. Let's continue to to meet together and fellowship together. That's why we encourage you to come on Sunday mornings and Wednesday night, and Sunday Sunday night classes when we have those. Those are canceled tonight, right? By the way, yeah, okay. She's looking at me like, yeah, okay. Have y'all have y'all seen that Geico commercial where Tarzan and Jane are are on the thing and she's like, you know where the waterfall is? The waterfall and the monkey's going, no, no, I don't know. Well, she was going, yes, yes, okay. Anyway, sorry about that, Bunny Trail. <laughs> I love that. I love that commercial. So sometimes Christine will ask me something. I don't want to answer. I'm like, no, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) All right. Hey, listen, this is a fun day. Can we just have fun? All right. All right. Okay. All right. (laughs) Well, I'm getting carried away. Christine's probably looking like, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. All right. And so, and, and let us not neglect meeting our, our, you know, some people may be visiting they're like, I'm, I'm not going back there. That pastor's crazy throwing his jacket all over the sanctuary. And okay, listen, we're going to have fun. You know, this is about just being real. You know, there are times when I have Tom moments, Tom moment stands for transparent, authentic, and honest. And I'm just being transparent, authentic, and honest today. I was getting hot so I took that thing off and I'm ready for some good barbecue so I'm not going to keep you too much longer. But let us not neglect meeting together. This is what Christ came to do to, to build the kingdom of God that we would be connected to Him first and connected to one another. Thank you for tuning into our broadcast. For more information, be sure to find us at our website at www.lifefellowship.me or call us at 832 832- 832 864 Have a great week and remember to live it. God bless you.